Hello, my name is Melissa Hoffman. I'm Assistant Director of Public Health at the Medical Society of the State of New York. I'm joined today by Dr. William Valenti. Dr. Valenti is an infectious diseases specialist. He's chair of MISI's Infectious Diseases Committee. We will be discussing monkeypox. At the time of this recording, on May 27, 2022, there have been more than 200 confirmed or suspected infections in approximately 20 different countries in which monkeypox is not endemic. Welcome, Dr. Valenti. My first question is, what is monkeypox? Monkeypox is a member of the orthopox virus genus, which is a family of similar viruses that includes the smallpox virus, vaccinia. It also includes cowpox, variola virus, and then there are several other animal-related pox viruses. But the major members of the family are monkeypox and smallpox. And how is monkeypox spread? Well, it's endemic in certain Central African countries and is spread from animals to humans, generally from animals to humans, contact with animals, contact with animal waste, and maybe even some respiratory virus transmission if you're close enough. It really does require close contact. That's the classic way that orthopox viruses are spread. The cases that we're talking about in this recent cluster around the world in those 20 countries appears to be more contact, skin-to-skin kind of contact, where someone has close or intimate contact, sexual contact, with someone who has open lesions of pox virus come in contact with a braided, roughened skin, sets up a, a kind of dynamic where you can transfer virus from one person to another through close contact. Also through bedding and clothing is another way. And it's important to recognize that as we get through this and have a better understanding of what's going on here, that there really isn't any evidence for this being a casual contact kind of thing. And even airborne is not so much of an issue because while the virus is spread by respiratory droplets, you need a fair amount of time to be in contact with that person. And then these droplets are large droplets, not like respiratory particles, which are much smaller, but these are large particles that are heavy. Don't go more than six feet and then just fall to the floor. So to recap, spread by close person-to-person contact, maybe sexual contact, but not spread sexually. That's an important distinction here. We're really talking about people who have close, intimate contact during sex, as an example, where these wet lesions that are infectious come in contact with the skin of another person. Skin gets abraded, and that sets up infection. So it's really not spread easily. It's the circumstances around these first 200 cases are fairly discreet in terms of how virus is transmitted. 
Thank you, Dr. Valenti. And I know every year or two you hear of a very small number of monkeypox cases often brought in through imported animals. Are there any theories about the current outbreak, which seems much more widespread? Well, you bring up a good point about from time to time we hear about these clusters of infection often imported in laboratory or other animals, an outbreak in Texas related to imported animals. Those kinds of things happen from time to time. The, the current outbreak, again, is a little bit different because we're seeing community spread. In other words, there doesn't seem to be one well-circumscribed event like imported animals that we're talking about here, but we're talking about people who may be traveling from one place to another and then have community spread within their community. So this is a little bit different than the discrete outbreak where there's a series of infections and it's gone. We are seeing a different pattern of illness here with spread from person to person and then subsequent secondary spread within communities. The other theory that has been brought up here, not confirmed by public health, but there may be some relationship to large events or raves where people get together for music and gathering, where there often is sexual contact between the participants. Large numbers of, in other words, large numbers of people come to a destination and come together and party and then go back to their communities and their subsequent transmission of this within communities. I think that's the safest thing to say right now because there's much, much more work to be done here. I think the real message for my medical colleagues is to be on the alert for unusual rashes. And we have a thumbnail photo of the evolution of a rash. There are six little photos there that show how these lesions will and may come to your attention in one of these stages of development where there's a little small mark that becomes a little bit of a pustule, gets a little bigger, and has what we call an umbilicated center, ulcerates, becomes hemorrhagic, and then dries up. So that's the beginning to end, and the recovery period is one where these lesions dry up really without, without treatment, although there are a couple antivirals that are available. The lesions do dry up. The other thing that we're seeing with this current outbreak is clusters of these lesions, but not widespread or systemic spread. They are not all over the body. We're seeing them in clusters, often in groin areas, around the rectum, on the arm, or the hand. So be on the lookout for lesions that often look like chickenpox, but they're not widespread. They're more in clusters.
Are there any other common symptoms in monkeypox? So far, we have not seen people with any respiratory component of this and not ill systemically. It's a much more local kind of phenomenon. There may be some itching or discomfort, warmth around the lesions, but at this point, we've not seen systemic spread. And what does recovery look like? You had mentioned the drying up of the lesions. Drying up of the lesions, and then people get better. They get better. They do need to be isolated, though. It's another situation where people need to isolate at home until the lesions are dried and crusted and resolved because we don't want any additional community spread. I mentioned earlier clothing and blankets, which all need to be washed, laundered on a hot cycle to kill any virus because the virus is heat sensitive. So it'll die with regular hygiene measures and regular wiping down of countertops and deep cleaning of bedrooms, for example, but also washing on a hot cycle in a home washing machine are all other kinds of precautions associated with the isolation of people should remain isolated until the lesions are dried and crusted. They know there is a monkeypox vaccine, which has been distributed to people that have been diagnosed. Is there an adequate supply of the vaccine? Is it something that we should be stockpiling, or is it something that's just in the most severe of cases? Well, the early news is that, in fact, the U.S. government has stockpiled it and has about 110 million doses. So that's a good start. And they are also working with companies to begin production so that we are prepared. The vaccine name is Imvimmune or Imvanex. The trade name of the vaccine is J-Y-N-N-E-O-S, Gineos, and that is licensed in the United States to prevent monkeypox and smallpox. It could also be used for post-exposure prophylaxis. We haven't gotten to the point yet that we're recommending routine vaccination or vaccination of people at high risk, although there is some talk of that, and has been for a long time, of vaccinating people who work with animals, laboratory people, and so on. So there are no recommendations at the moment. I think we should stay tuned on that because as this outbreak evolves and matures, we'll have a better sense of what the spread looks like, what the extent of it is, and be able to make more rational recommendations. Right now, the recommendation is to be on the alert to identify cases. My additional advice to um, my physician colleagues is Have the telephone number of your local health department hotline at your desk because um, you may need to call the health department. The, The chain of command with this is to call the local health department and let them know of a suspected case, and they will advise on collection of samples, any blood testing that's needed, isolation issues, and take it from the community or public health perspective in terms of what we do. Very briefly, what New York State Health Department is advising us is to use a sterile swab to swab the lesions to try and get some wet material 
on that swab and put it in a sterile tube or even a sterile urine container. Put the swab in the container dry. There's no transport media necessary. And have that available to send to the Wadsworth Laboratory Center, the state central laboratory, to ship it to them based on instructions from your local health department. So your local health department is the first point of contact here and needs to be notified of any presumed suspicious cases so that they can work with us to identify it, characterize it, prevent additional transmission, and really help deal with it and do our part to stop spread of uh, this novel situation. It's fairly new, uh, a little bit different than what we're used to seeing with the monkeypox and smallpox viruses. So a, a public health challenge and another new consideration for us uh, as people come through the office. One last question, Dr. Valenti. I know a lot of viruses have long-lasting results to them. Is there anything that once the lesions have dried up and fallen off with monkeypox that you have to be aware of or concerned about? The long-term effects of this virus in people, that's a very good question. And my answer, honest answer, is I don't know. I tell people that these communicable viruses like this are unpredictable. And I don't know if we're seeing just an unusual set of characteristics that set up this spread this way, or if there's a, a change in the way virus spreads. I don't know. I think that the answer to that will come with time as we get more experience with it, because I think one of a couple scenarios could happen from here. One is that it this burns itself out and just begins to quiet down and subside, especially with more public awareness. The other is that we may see continued spread, that virus is established enough that we will continue to see spread so that the way we deal with this then is, uh, is, is different by continuing to, with heightened awareness, and maybe even help define who should get vaccine and when they should be vaccinated. But in terms of the long-term side effects of having had monkey virus infection, we don't know. Dr. Valenti, is there anything else that you feel your physician colleagues should know about monkeypox to look out for, to be aware of? I think I think you've covered everything, but... You know, this brings up again a couple foundational kinds of things that we do with history taking. I think that it's always helpful, especially when there's a new or novel infectious disease uh, circulating, is to make sure we do an adequate job of asking the right questions. Questions about travel, where have you traveled? Who did you travel with? Is there anybody else in your group that's sick? Make a point of asking about rashes specifically. Any rashes that you've noticed lately that are different or something you haven't had before, let's take a look, examine the patient, yes. And then the other thing is to take an adequate sexual history, which is very important in terms of 
And these are delicate questions. These are but important questions for patients. And when this situation warrants it, it's okay to ask somebody, are you sexually active? Do you have sex with men, women, or both? Those kinds of things to begin to characterize what might be going on and know a little bit more about the patient so that you can direct a treatment plan and therapy a little more specifically. So those are the pros of advice that I w- would have for uh, for my colleagues out there is to be good history takers and take a look at the patient, examine the patient. Thank you, Dr. Valenti, for imparting your invaluable knowledge on the current situation with monkeypox. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will keep you posted as developments unravel.